The Spanish announce table. Another reason or another uh, way that the thug life hits me yeah. is uh, when people talk to me in a professional setting as if there isn't physical ramifications for how they talk to me. That's what I like. That's what I was I getting at in the meeting. That. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you, mm-hmm. you do understand that like I could really just, yeah, just fucking destroy you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When people like outright question my intelligence, or just you know what I mean, or even like what I really hate is when people do something uh, to get one over on me, like in front of somebody else. I'll be like, hold on, you know what I mean? Like, I I will blow this fucking out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if we're playing street rules here, you're not making it out of this conversation. But because I need a paycheck, I'll let you get by. Yeah, I hate that. That's what I did with the goddamn soccer mom lady. I was like, hey, yep, I remember that. Like, yeah. I understand that you think you're going to be a fucking smartass here in front of your fucking friends, but I'm going to do that better than you. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I will, fu- we will fucking go. Like, I'm going to sit yeah. home fucking crying and not sleeping tonight. And so I'm on that note, how was your Thanksgiving? Ice cream, you know? <laughs> hey, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was great, man. Um, friends of the family went over, uh, so... Uh, another, you know, one of my wife's best friends uh, for decades now, and her husband. They've got two young kids that we see all the time, and then her mother and father are there, uh, and her brother. And so we're all hanging out, having the good Thanksgiving. Did all that, and then pretty much the rest of that whole four day weekend that I had off of work there, Tom, uh, was spent finishing the flooring at my house that I've talked about so much. I'm finishing these floors at about the same rate that I. Uh, mailed the shirts i don't know if you picked up on that so yeah yeah so it's getting a little out of hand uh (laughs) but i'm proud to say that we have finished almost we still have (laughs) we still have a pantry a laundry room and um bathroom so yeah so that you know this time next year tom i think uh you know we might I think be it'll there. be 50% done. Yeah, I also, I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but I was able to drop a two weeks notice on my current employer who I've been with just over three years now. Hey, uh, right? new beginnings. Mm-hmm. New beginnings, like yeah. It. Got contacted by a recruiter from another uh, company within the industry, and we'll be making a little more money and got a little different position and different role, and this will be fun. Right? They wanted you. Moving on. Well, they wanted somebody, and they found me. Hey, still and counts. they said, yeah, all right. Still yeah. counts. I like it. Good for you. So when's the start date? Uh, 10th. So I've got a week off after my, my last day at my current job will be this Friday, if I make so it that smart. far. So uh, smart. Yeah, I took the week off. My wife's going to take some of that time off during her birthday also falls in that time. I'm going to hit a whole bunch of appointments, uh, knock those out of the way. I've got like a dentist, I've got a VA, uh, like yearly doctor checkup, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. So knock a bunch of that stuff out and get some stuff done. Just hang out, you know, enjoy my time off, start afresh and new and show somebody, uh, uh, you know, start fooling these people, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like right? it. Yeah, and if you're listening, this is all a joke, right? I'm gonna be uh, yeah. dedicated. You're gonna be so into that job. You're gonna be employee of the month, first month in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, they've already got the employee of the day placard uh, lined up for me uh, for my first day. 
Man, look at you already. Trendsetter, trailblazer. Em- employee of the Highbrow day raising. with applicable bonus, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good for you. Bonus overtime, I think is what they said. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Wow. Um, yeah, so no. So I'll be doing that. So that's very interesting. Um, outside of that, man, not much here. Uh, got the truck, man, this uh, old truck we've got here. You know, I say 10 years old or so. Uh, it might be more like 15 years old now. Um, cost me about four grand in the last three days in the shop Ugh. trying to get it running right, Tom. You know, just out here ranch living, Tom. The old truck. Spending money on none of that sounds appealing. Not fun, not fun. So yeah, what about you, Tom? Your Thanksgiving went well. I'm sure you have a Thanksgivings, right? Yeah, but I was sick. I was sick. So starting, what we are recording on a Wednesday, the 28th. So not last Friday, but the Friday before that, came down with the death again. So you caught a case of death. Yeah, so going back to the start of the month, I had a case of the death. Then I gave it to Emily because, you know, what's mine is hers and what hers is mine. And then she reciprocated and said, hey, have that death back. And then that's when I got it again. Again, not last Friday, but the Friday before that. And my Thanksgiving break was just spent in another bed. It was just my bed. We went to my mother's, I went to that bed, then we went to my father's, I went to that bed, and then Friday, we went to her parents, and I went to that bed, and I just slept each and every time. I was just out of it. I still am uh, dealing with some issues. I can't hear out of my right ear right now. I feel 100% fine. Everything is good, right? Like, I went to wrestling practice tonight at Glory, but if you talk to me at the practice, and if you talk to me now... Can't hear you out of my right ear at all. Really? So at work, yeah, people will come up and like come to my right side and like, hey, Thomas. So the meeting will start in like 15 minutes. Uh, just wanted to give you a heads up. And I'll be rude because I'll be like, because mm-hmm, I have my headphone in my left ear because I'm still listening to stuff. And so I have my headphone in my left ear and I'm typing and stuff. And they're like, Thomas, Thomas, and it will tap me and I'll be like, yeah, oh, I'm I can't hear. And like, oh, so sorry, you know. Uh, so. Still still dealing with that. Went to a minute clinic. They flushed it all out. They gave me an, uh, They said I had an outer ear infection, so I had to take four drops. I take four drops four times a day, and then I take some pill medication to dry everything up. Um, amoxicillin, I think it's oh. called. So that's what I've been yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, so Thanksgiving aside, uh, we're done with the wedding. Got everything done. Not yep, the wedding. But... The wedding. We got well, we haven't done the wedding, but we've right. got everything planned. So we got the venue, got our colors, got our catering, got our DJ, got our pastor or you know, the person that's going to officiate us, got uh the wedding party, got uh where out of town people are gonna stay booked, got um our gifts for our wedding party, because we're just doing a one and one. Mm-hmm. Uh what else? Name something else. Got our um, rehearsal dinner. Invitations? Uh, We have that. We haven't picked out the invitations, but we have the company, and we got a price on how much. So all we got to do is pick between these three options. Okay. Yep. Uh Yeah. You know where we're getting married? Uh Have I told you? Uh Oh, and I got my ring picked out. Uh I have my ring now. Nice. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, we're getting married, and you're coming. 
to the loose mansion. We're getting oh, married yes. in the okay. mansion. Right. Yeah. 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 It's going to look beautiful. Right. Yeah, it's great. And then, we, oh, yeah. here's the coolest thing. And cool. I'll give you guys yeah. more details as we get closer. But <laughs> so we have the upper and lower level of the loose mansion. And it's like five stories, right? Mm. Um, uh, in the upper level, we're going to do our reception, uh, the catering, the DJ, the dancing, right? But my side of the family, ah, they don't like to get up and dance, right? Like that's dancing is just meh. Her side of the family, a little bit more reserved, a little bit more shy. So they're not oh, huge dancers. Right. So, yes. And there's people like you, you, Shark Bait. Uh, I've got a couple friends. Yeah. They're going to be uh, dancing. Her sister in law. Yeah, they got like a to couple dance. of friends. Yeah. We got, we got enough people that will be, be dancing, but we got enough people that are going to sit on their hands. Right. Mm-hmm. And my number one thing with the wedding is I want you to leave thinking that was a great party. So what we've done is the bottom level, we have a blackjack dealer. We have two PlayStations set up, uh, one of which is going to have that Gran Turismo. We have like the steer, like the driving game, like the uh, steering wheel thing yeah. and like the seat. So like the actual – it's not going to have like the pedals, sure, but like right. – you know, the game chairs or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. The things that uh, Xavier Woods always talks about on his YouTube channel, that sure. fucking thing. And then the the actual like steering wheel, we got that. Then we got our blackjack dealer, so you can play blackjack. You can play craps. We're going to do the roulette wheel. Um, I got another PlayStation because there's two TVs down there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set that up There's a champagne 2K. room involved in <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll yeah, get it going, yeah, you know, yeah. but we got the second TV because we're getting married in February 2020. Mm-hmm. So NBA 2K 20 should be out because it comes out in October. Mm-hmm. So we'll have NBA 2K 20 uh, there. We're going to rotate that in with WWE games. Oh, we're getting championship belts for our fucking wedding. And so I'm ordering those, got them ordered and picked out. We're getting the SmackDown blues. That's fucking awesome. Got our photographer picked out too. Yeah. So, done. Now we just sit and wait till February twenty ninth, leap Tom, day, twenty twenty. Let me tell you uh, how eerily similar this was to my wedding. Uh, you had all that you just described, and your and mine was uh, um, after hours in a courthouse with a judge who was a really good friend of my dad's. Yeah, almost the same, like twinsies. Yeah, sounds like right? it. Like just same like same thing, right? Yep, very similar. Yeah, very the same thing. I like this. No, this yeah. really sounds cool, man. You're going all out. This is like uh this is uh, I, almost like um if there was a show called like um Pimp My Wedding, it sounds mm-hmm. like this is what yeah. it would they'd be like, "Well, Tom loves video games and he loves WWE. He's a big wrestling fan and he loves NBA. So, what we're going to do is boom, we set you up with a video game station." Exactly. <laughs> right and you're like oh! well because we're gonna have enough yeah well because we're gonna have enough people who are kind of reserved and shy but like to do the competitive things you know mm-hmm. like video games mm-hmm. i have a ton mm-hmm. of friends who love to gamble i don't i don't give a shit about it i don't yeah, even know right. i'm like i get blackjack but i've never went to the, like i played it once at mgm when i was in vegas right but other yeah, than the that same there yeah yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, like Vegas yeah. to me isn't appealing except for the fighting because all the gambling, I'm like, Meh, whatever. But I have enough friends who like that. So my goal is we're going to do like a five to seven minute wedding. 
like I told Lance, who's marrying us, I was like, I don't want to repeat after you. I literally just want to say I do. Like, just fucking get through it, you know? Just right. say, like, hey, she's beautiful. Hey, you're lucky. I do. I do. Boom. Let's yeah. get out of this. Yeah. Because who the fuck cares? No one goes to a wedding for a wedding. They go to the reception. Right. So my goal is that when that reception starts, and we're doing pictures before the wedding so that no one has to wait and, like, make awkward conversation and be like, hey, uh, uh, you look familiar. I haven't seen you since uh, high school, maybe. Uh, Thomas, right? <laughs> so fuck that. So we're getting right to the party. So we're doing pictures beforehand, wedding, then the reception. And my goal is, like, if you want to dance, we got the best DJ. His name is Jaime. He's going to be fucking killing it. He does, like, the Chiefs pregame stuff. He's a good friend of ours, so he's mm-hmm. doing it for cheap. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be taking care of that. So you and your wife, you guys can cut a rug. But if you're shy and a dork, go downstairs, play some blackjack. If you really don't know how to play blackjack, I got a fucking video game. If you don't know how to drive, how the fuck did you get to my wedding? You got something. <laughs> so, if you're bored, just come find me, man. I'll entertain exactly, you. I, got, yeah, I exactly. got jokes. I got yeah, stories. We got appetizers. We got we podcast got episodes I can download for you that you can listen to uh, while you're sitting in the corner. Uh, you know, I, oh, we got all and we're going to record an episode at my wedding. I love this. This is the coolest. Uh, yeah. And and you should like make sure like you stand up there as you're welcoming everybody and be like I want you to know that we've gone to annoyingly great lengths to make sure that you're not annoyed at all with any of yeah, this exactly. with any yep. of the proceedings that are about to ensue. Uh, yep. Yeah, man, congratulations! I'm glad you guys are being uh, very. Uh, you're putting in a lot of forethought, right? You're being very you know forward thinking. Well- I, I don't want anyone to think of us and be like that fucking wedding because a lot of people do you like, know like I've been to boring. weddings where I'm like I love that couple but after their reception I don't want to fucking party with them ever again but, right yeah, I want right. you guys I want everyone to leave there going like hey I have a function of a work party maybe Thomas and Emily can help with that like I want to fucking be your yeah. go to person for I, parties the last wedding I went to no I take that back this isn't the last wedding I went to the last wedding I went to I had a very good time the the prior one to that was very bad I went away like yeah I was like, dude, I don't like these people. I don't like weddings. Mm-hmm. I don't like this town yep. anymore. I don't. This was in Manhattan, like my hometown. Yeah. I was like, I don't like. This is not cool. Like, I don't even want to talk to you know anybody associated with these people. And I'm just ready to go. Like, this is well, because I, I don't like these people. Yeah, the the one thing that I worry about is so Emily's friends are all well connected. Like, I think they do like a group text line, you know, together, all that. My friends are kind of scattered, right? So like. I'm really close with you. Yep. I'm really close with Anthony. You and Anthony know each other, but you know, you guys aren't texting or anything like that kind of rarely. back and forth. Yeah, rarely. Right. I have a really close friend named Matt. You've never met Matt. Matt's never met you. Matt kind of knows Anthony. So it's yeah. kind of like that's how my friends yeah, are. I where... only know of this Matt guy through Facebook, but I, I feel like I could spot him in a crowd somewhere and I'd be like, hey, you're Matt. <laughs> exactly. So I have enough like scattered friends that makes me nervous in the sense that I don't want you guys and girls to just be sitting there going mm. like, like you said, like, I think hey, that's Matt over Tom. there and Matt's not, Matt's going to be too shy to talk to you. And so, and no one dances. Right. So like, and it's going to suck. Well, me and Matt so that's dance. What, There's the problem yeah. solved. I'll just be like, Matt, let's dance. And I'll just start grinding on him and he'll appreciate that. And he'll grind back and then it'll be fun. Tom, listen, like- you don't need, yeah, mark it, book it. Just go ahead and forewarn him so that he doesn't, you know, call the cops or anything like that. Um, I 
want you to rest assured that if I'm in any way like uncomfortable or or feel bored, even though it, it sounds impossible the way you set it up, but if I feel any of that, I will just start drinking so heavily until that's not a problem anymore. You know oh. I mean, I'll either pass out or I'll start making yeah. fun. Side note: Promise that because because we are we are getting married in February, which that's an off month for mm-hmm. weddings because you never know about mm-hmm. the weather, especially in Kansas City. Which that could be a real valid thing, right? There could be I don't know, blizzard. Who knows? Sure. Anyhow, we got a discount, and because we signed up the week that um, we did the visit, we got um, a uh, a bourbon. And then gin for free. Nice. We got our bourbon and gin in the package added for no extra charge. And nice. this is the thing. She was like, so you're getting married in February. We're like, yeah. Like, any reason why? Is that like a special day? We're like, well, it's February 29th, leap day. And we think that's funny. And she had already gave us the pricing with all of this, like, discounts and stuff. And you saw – it was so great. I was sick, you know, and I was kind of out of it. But I saw her face go like, oh, shit. Like, that could have made me money. And she realized that she kind of fucked herself. And I went, ha-ha. <laughs> we started the tour. Because <laughs> I was all like, right. yep, you should have known. <laughs> well, and if anybody out there is feeling like Tom is is the coolest uh, – uh, has the coolest wedding planned and, and the most thoughtful wedding plan for the guests. Uh, and you would like to, uh, to send your wedding gift. You can a, you can go to PayPal table show at gmail.com and yep. submit a donation. You can just say, Hey, this is a wedding gift for Tom and we'll make sure Tom yep. gets it. And then, uh, I don't know if you have some sort of uh, online registry or not for if they want to actually pick up. That's right. We're not doing a, a registry. That's look the other you. cool thing. See, look how We're cool doing a are. website. We're doing a website. And mm-hmm. because of the old school people, like grandparents, you know, fill in the blank, sure. uncles, aunts like mm-hmm. that. Uh, all we're asking is if you feel comfortable with it, sit any dollar donation you want that goes to our honeymoon. Perfect. So same thing. You can go on. I don't know if you've yep. got the website. Uh, we haven't got that set up yet. I mean, we have something through Loose Mansion that they're going to set follow. up for us. But more yeah. to follow. <laughs> but if you want to do it now, tableshow at gmail.com. Yes. Give us a dollar. <laughs> uh, give us whatever. Whatever you want to give to Tom and say, yep. this is it. By the way, B-double-D, right? Was it yeah, B-double-D? B-double-D. Gave us 30 yeah, bucks us a donation. for these these great coronas right here. Can't fake it anymore now that we record this on video. So we'll have to like maybe do that next week. We'll have to coordinate that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It was down Definitely. to the last wire. I didn't even respond to Tom for several hours today because I was super busy with some of my last functions. At work, which is so weird, man. If you're if you put in the two weeks, like I've put in my two weeks twice, yeah, and okay. each time I did it with a grin, going, you know, I'm just gonna sit and visit with all the people here. Oh man, I repeatedly told them, especially when there was legitimate thought that like this project we were working on was not gonna go to the completion date. They were just gonna pull off of it. We bid projects like construction right. projects, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I was like, well, hey, um. I wanted to be clear. I, you don't have to find me work, right? Like if you're, if you, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, I gave you two weeks because I want to be, you know, if you, if you need me, you got something I can do for you. Cool. Yep. But if you, if it's a burden for you to think of something because you don't want me just hanging around, I don't like, I can go. You know what I mean? I told them that probably 18 times. I mean, they must have probably at some point been like, we know we want you to do something. Like, man, mm, that, are you sure? Like, that's been the problem the whole time, Tim. <laughs> we want you to do something. 
Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, short timer. So, yeah, but BDD graciously gave us some money to buy some Coronas. We will make sure we get some Coronas. But, I mean, a little preview of when we do. When we do those, if you like to donate and be the beer sponsor of the week on tableshow at gmail.com through the PayPal, uh, we like to tell the world how great you are. Do, do you know of some great things about BDD uh, that the world should know about, Tom? B double D's thoughts on pro wrestling are so profound and so accurate that they should actually have a library mm-hmm. in the state capital of where he lives mm-hmm. just so people can visit and see and understand his greatness. I heard that B double D is the type of guy that when there's a blizzard such as we had here in the Kansas city area, uh, he has a snowblower and realizes that his closest neighbors do not, and he also goes over and blows the snow off of their driveways. I heard BDD is so well respected in his community, battle rappers will not mention his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard BDD, uh, if he gets pulled over, the cop gets a ticket. I've actually heard the same yeah, thing. You know, isn't that impressive? So more of that, that to so follow impressive. when we actually get these coronas because by then I we'll, heard oh, yeah. that B double D doesn't get a a day named after him, he gets a month named after him. Really? Yeah. B W Ary? Yep, B W Ary. That's B-W-ary. what it is. B W Ary. B W Ary. We found the uh episode title b-w-a-r-y um so yeah anyway what what are we doing this episode tom we didn't even discuss it we just started rolling we just started rolling because thug life hits you fuck it we'll do it live right this is how we do we don't need to plan it out guys this is we are we don't make look we don't have fans by the dozens for no reason right we after Mm -hmm. five years of doing this we just we're that good. It's just seamless. Yeah, we flawless. keep at least a dozen people interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mildly interested. Dozens of them. Crazy. Dozen Dozens. or possibly dozens. It's maybe insane. sometimes on a uh, maybe on like Mania Week. But listen, uh, wrestling. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but we've got a lot of show. Do we want to like break this into what are we doing? There was no major. Well, I want to get into right? a little news. Okay, let's do some news. Yeah, we'll do some news and then we'll take a break. Come back and do something else. Yeah, and we'll figure it out yeah. in the break. Well, let's talk about so, some news. You got news? Let's do it. Yep. So here's the first news story that I came across. Mm-hmm. WWE Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And controversial former governor, Jesse the Body Ventura, claims he may run for U.S. president in 2020. Your thoughts? He's going to get laughed out of existence very quickly. Didn't we say that two years ago? Oh, man. Yeah, but... (laughs) But you think Ventura... Well, Ventura's smart enough to make a play even if he doesn't believe something, right? He'll pull a Trump, right? He'll go mm-hmm. racist even if he doesn't believe it. He'll go, I don't know, though. He'll He's one of those guys, too, though, that he doesn't want to lie to do something, right? He'll take advantage of something, but I don't think he'd lie to do it. Does that make sense? Maybe. He right. Would. I think he's Maybe crazy, he though, and he believes he in enough crazy. conspiracy weird stuff that where people go like, I like this guy. He's different. He's crazy. I bet he could like make a little noise and get some news coverage for a little while, but I don't think he's the type to get... Yes, we said that about Trump, but it was very different feeling. And I think we underestimated the feeling that he was hitting on, right? I don't think there's that silent, large group 
of what Jesse Ventura is going to be trying to hit. Oh, I don't. Ooh, there might be. Oh no, there's a bunch be. of flat earthers. There's a bunch of. Is he oh, a flat yeah. earther? No, I no. think he's just. I think he he's thinks that there's guy, right. Yeah, he's and he a... thinks. Yeah, that's where his his lane is. Is yeah, it's like all the government, government stuff. also it's all did this thing, stuff, and right, you know yeah. why the water has a little bit of tint in it? It's you. because the government. Right. Yeah, it's all the government. Yeah, yeah. They're all lying to you. Which, yeah. hey, man, you know what I mean? Like those people are crazy, but sometimes I'm like, honestly, if you told, if you proved to me it was true, I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I get you know. Okay, yeah. yeah, dumber you know? things have been said. <laughs> right. That's how I feel. It's like, well. Dumber things have been said. Yeah. And we found out some wild uh, conspiracy true things ended up to be true, and the government was like, yeah, yeah, we did that one. <laughs> You're so, like, really? With, the, with, the, right. with the cows? and the All right. Well, and he has political background because he was the governor of the state of Minnesota. It's not as if he's this complete outsider. And he won he that some... surprise, too. Nobody gave That's him what I'm it. saying. It was kind of that same kind of thing. Like, even the day of people were like, yeah, nope, nope, not going to happen. And then, sure enough, so... Maybe, man. I don't. We should be better than Trump, huh? Well, you know, two WWE Hall of Famers down to the wire. That's what wrestling fans are looking for. And then that sets it nicely up for the triumphant, right? The final piece of the trilogy. Vince McMahon. Oh, I was going to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he's also rumored. Vince and Linda run for president and vice president with the endorsement of the two prior 16-year running presidents. Yeah. The Trump-Ventura-McMahon dynasty of the United States of America. And you know what? Maybe we could get a cabinet position. Secretary of Podcasts. Love it. Right there. Book it. Secretaries of Communication. How about that? The co-secretaries like of communication. And our first order of business is to establish the 13th month of BWary. Hot damn, that's a hell of a comeback, Tom. Love it. Tie it in. Damn. Hey, second story I got for you. Right. Braun Strowman had successful surgery on his elbow. Yeah, his shattered. Yeah, I don't know quotes, if it was shattered. Quotes. Here's the crazy thing. So... Uh, November 27th update, Braun Strowman underwent successful surgery in Birmingham, Alabama. WW.com has learned. Uh, they've released photos. One was really happy with the doctor. Thumbs up. Second one, he was doing his monster among men, scowling, saying the countdown is on. Here's the most incredible thing. I follow him on Instagram. Not 24 hours after the surgery, he was already doing rehab where he was extending from his elbow being, you know, basically attached to his uh, ribs, you know, I'm not saying literally attached, but you know, his, his shoulder or excuse me, his elbow that just had surgery was up against his ribs and he was extending it all the way out past 90 degrees, not 24 hours after surgery. What a freak. Yeah. What a freak. So, some people think he'll be back in time for TLC to do this match with Braun, or excuse me, with Baron Corbin. Other people think they're going to kind of sit on that. That's why Monday Night Raw had um, Elias, Finn, yeah. and then the other guy. Yeah, like, I can't remember. We can get more into it when we go into Raw, but like I kind of yeah. don't want him to. I kind of like the Baron Corbin thing at the moment. We'll get more into that. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are my uh, two news stories of. 
the week, just kind of rapid fire. The more thing about the first segment, as you guys know, the dozens of you, it's about us. And we hope that you like it and enjoy uh, us. I've got a news uh, break, breaking cool. news time. Uh, All right, let's hear it. Break. <clears throat> Word on, on the street uh, from several sources that BW, uh, uh, B-Dub, uh, the, the, um, the muse for BWary, uh, mm-hmm. that every time he goes to Starbucks, he pays for the person behind him in line. What? Yep. B-Dub. B-Dub. Yep, that's my flash. new story. Mm-hmm. News flash. News Yeah, I flash. came prepared. I knew that. Like, I had already had that written down, just like you did with two news stories. Like, we were both prepared mm-hmm. for the show. Very prepared. Both of yep. us. Both As of us. always. Mm-hmm. Fact-checking. Yep. Storyline-driven. Yep. Nobody like us. Hey, speaking news of B-Double, let's right head there. over to the uh, hashtag tweet the table wire. Uh, it's, it comes in on a wire. It's really weird. Because um, he gave us several of those. By the way, use hashtag tweet the table on your Twitter machine. Uh, and we'll read some of them on the show like this. And at B underscore double underscore D, great dude, says, My one wrestling Christmas wish, which, by the way, coming up soon, we'll have a Christmas episode where we give you some wrestling Christmas wishes. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says his one wrestling Christmas wish would be for WWE to have an off-season. This shit is getting tiring already. They could use a reset. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, man, we've discussed that several times, but there's no way. I mean, they're going to keep capitalizing up the money, and further. I mean, the 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 TV stations aren't going to like that, right? The the networks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I feel like you could give the wrestlers off seasons that you stagger, right? You could give well, three months but off. Then to we a get guy. a little tired. I, I think that's. I think that is is great, and I think it's awesome mm. in theory. But let's just say hypothetically, we did that. And say Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are healthy, right? We did that with those two. Right. Last Monday, wouldn't you have loved to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? You know yeah. what I mean? And then that's yeah. when we go like, well, or, what? Or they maybe you could just weeks. you could just build it like it's PTO time that you have. You know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't have to be like a constant staggered thing that you plan around. But like, they could have more damn time off when there's when there's nothing for them. Like, well, hey, can I use some of my PTO and take three weeks off? And go, you know what I mean? Like, and go do whatever, and we're not just forcing some bullshit. I don't know. You know, there's got to be something. There has to be a way, right? Well, yeah, and you know what I would think would be Mm. cool, at at least because I've heard that, right? Like, wrestling needs an off season, and I agree. However, just like what I stated, Monday Night Raw could have used some star power. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they're pretty awesome at what they do. It would have been great to see them, assuming they're healthy, right? Air quotes that they're healthy. But this is what I think maybe you could do, especially now with WWE has 350 brands, it feels like, right? Is you just do seasons of each brand. So you go to WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania is the culmination of like let's start this after wrestlemania you do the wrestlemania is the culmination of all these storylines smackdown raw uh 205 live the undercard has some nxt or you know nxt takeovers the night before right yeah all of it ends at wrestlemania then we can start these seasons so what you would do on monday is start with the season of monday night raw Mm -hmm. so you do a season of monday night raw that culminates at X pay-per-view. Let's just hypothetically say it's backlash or whatever it is, you know, right. three months down the road, right? But everything is culminating to backlash being the final season end of Raw. Right. So then 
backlash happens, it's over. Now, you're not going to do the Monday, Tuesday, all that stuff, but then the next Monday is the start of SmackDown season. Right. So SmackDown then with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and all those people do a three-month or you know however long you want to do this season, mm-hmm. and then they go to their season finale, and it ends at Fastlane or whatever right. it is. Right. Yeah. And then the next Monday, yeah. NXT starts, and NXT goes for ba 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 ba, and then you can just and now we go to all right. Well, we did Raw, we did SmackDown, we did NXT. Guess what's up? Now it's going back to Raw, and then we go through those seasons, and we just do yeah. season two. I guess Raw. how would you do Mania then at that one? Because Mania is once a year, so then you know the the like Raw is far removed. I guess if you started right. Well, then right. you create your own WrestleMania for each brand, right? Right. True. So. Whatever that pay-per-view is, WrestleMania then, because they're already rumored to do two WrestleManias in 2020. So oh, for WrestleMania's, real? Yeah. So oh, WrestleMania is diluted weird. as it is. Yeah. So it's going to be stupid by 2025. 20, so you make whatever their season finale is their Dude, WrestleMania. That's a bad move. I don't think they should do that. It's all about content. They don't care. They don't care. They just want you to be intrigued enough to have you the network I, on while you make your food or study for your test. You know what I was thinking about once I was batting around things that we could do on the show one time, and I was like, I was like, we could rank all the current titles and what we think like the most, you know what I mean, prestigious is. is and, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, it's hard to know on some of these because it's hard to know what the actual lineage of some of them are based on what their actual name mm-hmm. is in WWE's eyes. And I was like, man, they've really bastardized that. And I was like, well, but here's the difference: like Vince McMahon never did any of this to like make wrestling more prominent and maintain its great lineage. He did all of this to make fucking money. So he knew yeah. that anytime he needed to change it because it would make it profitable for him to change it, that he would change it because it made it more profitable for him to change it. Right? Like yep. anytime he needed the universal title, it'll make me a shit ton of money because I can advertise it, I can make toys and blah and done. Right, like mm-hmm. that's all, Raw and the SmackDown. All these have become a gigantic commercial, and sounds yep. like we're going to do that with the with the special events too. So, here we go, man. Exactly. Well, you ready to take a break, and then we can get into our thoughts long form on Raw, and then take another break and get into our thoughts long form on SmackDown. Yeah, I guess we could just do that. Huh? That'd be an easy way to, to right. break this down. Hey, you're full of great ideas, Tom. Almost as great, but not quite as great as B Double D. Right. Yeah, I have the second best ideas on this show mm-hmm. behind B Double D. Right. That's very yeah. well. Yeah, second or th- yep. or third. Second or third. So definitely um, second, maybe or third. Definitely maybe second or third. So um, if you want to be as cool as B Double D, uh, you can try. Uh, you can also send some money to tableshow at gmail.com through PayPal. It's that simple. Tom, we're going to take a break. We will come back and we're going to talk about some of that. Monday Night Raw, when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Daniel Bryan's first word on WWE TV was yes. The Spanish announce table. Monday Night Raw, Tom. What did you, uh, did you even give a shit about it? What did you think about it? So I tried to watch it. I really did. I tried to really go like, hey, this is one of my passions in life. I love pro wrestling. This is the flagship of flagship shows across the board in the industry. You know, Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground, New Japan Pro Wrestling, SmackDown, NXT. Everything's 
really hey, driven here's towards a, Monday Night Raw. Well, and here's a fact you may not know. You might not have heard this. Uh, longest running weekly episodic program in television history. That too. Mm-hmm. And so fun I fact. said, fun fact. And so I said, I'm really going to give this an effort. And I lasted about 45 minutes to where I really started to like hate myself for what I liked. And then I got about an hour and 25 minutes and I watched holiday baking championship. I couldn't do it. Holiday baking championship is a more riveting, compelling, understandable and has less loopholes show than Monday night raw. I will give you that without even having watched it. I know the type of shows my wife watches a bunch of those. And yes, you're probably very spot on there that, Likely no plot holes. Um, yep, no plot uh, holes. It makes sense. A couple of times I question the validity of some of the things. I'm like, mm, they reshot that one for, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah, sometimes well, you can catch then, the things you're you know, like, hey, man. That's okay. Hey, I can, man. I can give, I can, you know, every everything has uh, of some form all, of forgiveness. I mean, look, it's, right? all, it's all, it's all. It's all a show to get us to look over here anyway. So Exactly. So, so anyhow, going back to Monday Night yeah. Raw, after I gave up on it, I watched the Holiday Baking Championship. Love Holiday Baking Championship. Duff is amazing. Thank you so good. The judge. Okay. Um, I went back to Monday Night Raw afterwards, after the Holiday Baking Championship was over, and I stopped hating myself. I was like, that's something I'll invest in. I'm going to give that more of a again. shot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know what, though? I still love pro wrestling. I'm going to go back. And I watched it. And it was not good. D minus, if that's being very optimistic, Sam Roberts, shill, baby shill kind of looking at it, right? I mean, I know Sam yeah. Roberts doesn't work for WWE, but he's a very well, positive and optimistic person. Well, you know, he, he has his criticism. Neither too, does Rob Schamberger, but he still has a yeah. working relationship with them that's that you still have to maintain some kind of you know true and right. so i was trying to, my best sam roberts to watch this and find some positivity there was one i like uh drake maverick pissing on um bobby rude's uh um whatever is best or right. his uh, robe right i like that right because yeah. i like like hey man I don't fucking like you, so you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna piss on your stuff because yeah. that's what I think of you. Well, I, think and that's I like awesome. him. I, I hate how it started. Yeah, like with him pissing on himself. But sure. I like that he pissed on himself. But I like that they turned that into that he was like, "Hey, you know what? None of you have ever experienced real fear," is what he said in this promo, right? And he was like, "He was like, none of you out there have been grabbed by the neck and held feet in there, so you've been forced to be face to face with a giant, like." Like you guys would have lost bodily function too, and then then he was like, "I'm gonna make sure you guys feel that yeah. tonight." I love that. I was like, "That's great, right?" Like that's yeah, great. I yeah, that was. I thought that was good. Now but they didn't need to make him piss on himself to make him do something cool like that. Right. There was a ton of plot holes and things that don't make sense, and yeah. C minus effort, not from the talent. It seems like again, we don't know, and I'm not going to Dave Meltzer and say like actually Road Dog is the one that's phoning this in, and that's why you don't like the first segment of Raw. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm just saying, whoever powers it be or talent, it feels like there are a lot of plot holes, 
and C minus effort when it comes to telling me a story about pro wrestling on Monday Night Raw. Well, and yeah, and I don't like it. It's very evident. And here, here, we'll read another tweet the table because it, it said it better than I'm about to say it. <clears throat> at B double D again, at B underscore double underscore D says, in all honesty, I hated Roman as the top guy. Fuck cancer. Not going to lie, but it's so obvious WWE had nothing planned outside of Roman and are completely clueless now without him. It's a sad state of affairs in the, quote, writer's room. Hashtag tweet the table. And he's right there. Like, they they have a mismatched bunch of things that they're like, oh, we're going to start doing this. And they're like, oh, well, actually, we should do this and, and put these people over here. No, back over here now. And it's just, yeah, it's it's going off bad. Like, I kind of like the idea of this Baron Corbin thinking he's mm-hmm. going to have a shot and getting mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. to be like, Hey man, you mm-hmm. ride or die. I'm going to remember this. And some people mm-hmm. going like, well, Hey man, what, you know, might as well, you know what I mean? Like what if he gets it? Right. So I right. get that. And I like that, but that's, it, it feels like Braun Strowman's going to show up at TLC and kick the shit out of the guy and make it all not even a thing to worry about. Like, right. so I just don't, you know, like it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Now, yeah. Now, I'm trying to be here's the optimistic side of what I'm looking at. I understand, big picture, that there are a ton of injuries right now, right? They could have went with the Braun Strowman thing. Well, he has elbow surgery. They, before that, could have went with the Roman Reigns thing. Unfortunately, he got leukemia. They also have, like I mentioned, Kevin Owens on the shelf, Sami Zayn on the shelf. Um, they have, have other guys that are probably they're Alexa least, Bliss is on the shelf. at least utilizing her. <laughs> Exactly. But so there's a lot of main star, you know, main event level star power that are either on the shelf or, you know, in flux because we don't know what's next. Right. And so I understand that. Just like you mentioned, though, with the Baron Corbin thing, one of the essential elements of telling a story is why. Right. So just. Just that is what's upsetting to me when I watch this. Why? 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 Is Bobby Lashley with the sidekick Leo Rush and some psychotic Scottishman, Drew McIntyre, running around with Baron Corbin? Now, I get right like where they said, hey, we're betting on Baron Corbin because we think he will be the – GM moving forward, and so or he might be. Good and even if he's not, so what? Like you know what I mean? Right, like, but, but there's no rhyme or reason. So, I got bored today at work. I wasn't as busy as you were. I wrote a storyline out. This is what I would do. Okay. Using everything available to me, right? So I'm saying Roman Reigns is out. Braun Strowman is injured you, with his you elbow. Literally get thrown into the writers' room <laughs> as it is today. Today or whatever, this yesterday. What right. right. This is what you do, in my opinion. First off, let's get the microphone off of Braun Strowman, or excuse me, of uh, uh, Baron Corbin. Okay. Let's get the microphone off of Baron Corbin. Okay. I don't think he's bad. I think he does a promo really well. But who cares, right? He does everything at a C plus level right now. He obviously needs a little bit more charisma or pizzazz or it factor he's for me better... to get really. He's better in the role of the henchmen that are helping him right now. Exactly. Yes. yes. But get the microphone off of him. So yeah. I will keep 
your three person, right? If, if Vince is saying, these are the three guys that we're pushing as our top heels that we need to get over as our, you know, big, huge, mean stable. Cool. Guess what? Then we're getting the microphone off of Baron Corbin and we're putting it on Leo Rush. Right. Right. Leo Rush is your talker. Leo Rush is the one who makes everything kind of gel, right? Heenan family. If you go back to the 80s, remember? Heenan family had fucking a hodgepodge of Mr. Perfect and Ming, who didn't make any fucking, or Haku, didn't make any fucking sense. But you said, they're in the Heenan family. You go, all right, I guess I get it, right? You can do that here. So you get the microphone phone off of baron corbin you put it in leo rush's hand you say leo rush is the reason these three guys are together because when they're with leo rush they get the things that they want don't believe me baron corbin's the gm uh drew mcintyre just took out braun Strowman and bobby lashley we're gonna give him a title shot against seth rollins for the intercontinental championship right right there when you're with bobby lashley well he just gets the girls you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just something cool, yeah, right? He I says, would say, I would say he gets a title shot, right? right? Sure, like, right. Because we can do something else with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, and I wrote that, but that we won't get into here. So you say Leo Rush when I am, when Leo Rush is your manager, you get everything you desire. Also, you don't believe me? Alexa Bliss is running the women's division. You know who pulled those strings? The man of the hour, Leo Rush. So now you have a rush hour. That's what I'd call him. Or something, you know, that you don't have to trademark, you know, something because I assume rush hour is trademark. But you have the gold rush or something like that. And it's Leo Rush and his stable of people. It's Alexa Bliss running the women. It's Baron Corbin running the show. It's Bobby Lashley being the muscle. And it's the Scottish psychopath who, fuck, he could beat up Seth Rollins or he could throw Drake Maverick through a wall. We don't fucking know. He's crazy. And that is your stable. Now it all makes sense. You can run with this in so many different ways. I ran with it in just a fun way because I have a man crush on AOP. This Mm -hmm. is what I did. I said... Bobby Lashley gets his title match with Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose interrupts that. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins go run off and have their blood feud that actually makes sense. We'll get into that here in a second, too, about Dean Ambrose. Really upset with that. Bobby Lashley goes like, well, what the fuck can we do? Scottish Psychopath says, I want those tag titles. I don't like those big Samoans. Let's beat them up. Bobby Lashley's like, well, I can beat anyone up. So you have... The Gold Rush, or whatever I called him, the Gold Rush. But you have Leo Rush with Bobby Lashley and the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre going up against AOP. Well, guess who AOP's manager currently is? Drake Maverick. Right. Right. We're gonna make AOP the baby faces, but with that, we're gonna have a blood feud—not a blood feud, but a bitter feud. Between Leo Rush and Drake Maverick, they're going to do all their fun stuff on Raw, but guess where the payoff is? 205 Live. So guys like you, Tim, will actually tune in. You do all Mm. the fun stuff. You do all the hijinks. You know, Leo Rush's uh, sunglasses gets pissed on by Drake Maverick. Their payoff, main event of 205 Live. If they do it right, wouldn't you watch that? Yeah. No, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, well, especially so if get, it's on the network. I just pull it up. I watch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so now we get oh, a new yeah. viewer in Tim on 205 Live with two little guys who can go. You got the big four fucking 
monsters that are just running their heads into each other like rams. And there you go. But then you have the Rush family. Baron Corbin's running stuff. Alexa Bliss is running stuff. But the person that's really pulling all the strings is Leo Rush. And it all makes sense. That's my condensed version. But I think it works. I like that a lot. And, and excuse me. I, I like that a lot. And I also... Had dreamt, had thought, used AOP and and or would have used AOP differently in the Seth Rollins angle, and you you'll get into the Dean Ambrose thing here after this because we might think similar things. But when Seth Rollins was calling out for his Intercontinental Open mm-hmm. Challenge, I was like, "Here's what I would have done with that." The Dean Ambrose, you know, not being there thing was weird, right? Like, have AOP just come out with Drake Maverick as he's like, "Hey, Open Challenge," and he's like, "Guys, what?" Your tag team, you know, like Intercontinental. You guys not hearing me? Like what? And they're like, "Oh no, we're not here to just. We're just here to watch. We're just here to watch the match, right?" And they just sit there, right? And he's like, "Okay, that's weird, right?" And they're just like hanging out ringside. And then Dean Ambrose answers it, right? And then of course, while he's out there, distraction referee Drake Maverick AOP decides to destroy the shit out of Seth Rollins, right? Dean Ambrose pays him off. Just pay him. Right, like mm-hmm. just right then and there, right? Like as they gives get done, he just Maverick. hands them a fucking stack of cash, right? Like Drake mm-hmm. Maverick gives him a fist pound, right? Like nice doing business with you, pins him, you know what I mean? Title, and they continue that feud, and he's like, "Look, man, I told you we were dirty. This is how we get down, man. You remember, yeah. right? Like yeah, the, oh. make make the AOP the APA almost, where right. they're just hired guns, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I, but going back to to my thing. Even if you don't like my idea, you can't argue that now we have a why of the reason right. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Leo Rush, yeah. and Baron Corbin are standing in a ring together. Because right now what you've told me is, well, they just don't like people. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, here, here's the here's where they can go into their babyface feud. Here's a really quick, easy way that it makes sense why they beat up uh, uh, Finn Balor. um uh, the singing guy. What's his walk with Elias? Elias, yeah, yeah. and then whoever that other guy is. But well, it was Braun Strowman, right? Here's the reason why they beat him up: because Leo Rush has three clients and Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. Leo Rush thinks that the biggest competitors to those three people, being the face of the brand, is Elias, Finn Balor, and Baron Cor- or and Braun Strowman. So. Leo Rush thinks that for his clients to be number one, they need to take those three out, right? right? And it's simple as that, right? So, hey, Baron Corbin, you know who your biggest threat is? It's yeah. Elias. You know Everyone who's loves those big Elias. Paychecks? They're singing with him, yeah. right? They he's he's number hits. two on the merch list, and you're at number four, right? Like, yeah. so you, you gonna need let to that take happen? Him out. They're selling little guitars. Yeah. You want them to keep selling little guitars? You know what I mean? Like he can just get in their ear and work them up, man. It's easy yeah. money. No, I and I get that. I love that, and they could do that. But even I, so, I really like this idea of you're going to have a GM, you're going to have an authority figure. I like that you're using some of the talent that, for whatever reason, you're not using otherwise, right? Like Alexa mm-hmm. Bliss is injured. Yeah, you're going to use her in that role. I love that. Spot on. Great because it helps them develop without having to stand in the mm-hmm. ring and fight these matches and lose. Uh, exactly. You know, I mean that that kind of stuff, right? So I like that, and I like that you're going to have Baron Corbin in that role, thinking I'm going to get this actual full time GM thing where they can't just fire mm-hmm. me easily, right? Mm-hmm. Like even though they fire everybody, but you, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. right? And I'm going to get some people on my side, but you don't do it with people that are damn near close to your main event level, you know, upper card status. Mm-hmm. 
You find yep. people underneath him. You find the Zack Ryders. You find the 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 B teams of the world who back him up. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense that you have guys that are bigger and stronger than him. Like that were in big storylines going after. Like it's just weird. You just threw these people together because you didn't know how to write three storylines. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that's what I'm saying. My biggest complaint is not the in-ring product. I don't care because I get it, right? Baron Corbin and Finn Balor have had, it feels like, 300 matches already, right? But guess what? During the Attitude Era, you had 300 matches with Undertaker and Stone Cold. Like, repetitiveness is not the issue. It's the why, right? There was always, felt like to me, again, I'm watch, uh, I'm reminiscing with rose-colored glasses, but it always felt like there was a why on why Undertaker and Stone Cold were consistently fighting yeah. at SummerSlam yeah. at Bad the, Blood or whatever it was. The complaint I had then at times was sometimes, yeah, there was a why. It was just you kept telling me the same why over and over right, again. Exactly. Right, exactly, but at least there was a why. At least there was Here, a why. Here I'm like, God, no man, one, I don't even yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, no one knows what they're doing, and that's the only big complaint I have with Raw is everyone is just running around, kind of like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, well, and here's something. Here's a why. (laughs) The Lucha House Party. They keep trying to make this a thing, but why am I supposed to care about it? Like, you just tell me, like, hey, they're cheating. Why are they they cheating? I love that. That uh, how. Corey Graves kept <laughs> leaning into it, right? Like, he was like, this is insane. What are you talking about? Oh, they just, like, he was like, oh. It's three on two. Right. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, they're just making this up. Like, he was, yeah. he was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. And then again, okay, but then they're heels, right? You think? One other, one other complaint that I have real quick, and I know we're kind of bad-mouthing everything, and again, I shared my shining moment about Drake Maverick. That was the only thing I took away from uh, – raw that i really loved however uh one criticism with the wrestling fan just really quick uh if you ever question evolution just read the comments of a pro wrestling twitter and you just think like oh obviously the strongest didn't survive because look at these fucking idiots heels are supposed to lie one thing that i saw is you know how uh Baron Corbin it was saying, like, the three of us in this ring, we don't eat carbs. Well, obviously, they fucking do. But you don't say, like, they're fucking stupid. They obviously eat carbs. No fucking shit. Heels lie. Yeah. That's why you boo them. Because they're lying. Right. You don't go, like, this doesn't make sense. Of course. Heels lie. You know how many times Bobby Heenan lied to you back in the day? He told you every fucking thing was yeah. stupid, right? Well, well, this was great. Well, whatever there's, it was. There's two trains. Like, I, I remember Johnny Morrison, whatever he was. Yeah, uh-huh. he was Johnny Morrison at the time. Uh, when they were sitting in a restaurant, him and Miz, and they were like, you want butter? And he was like, look at this. And he pointed his abs. He's like, does it look like I eat butter? Like, that yeah. one, you're like, okay, yeah, he's right, but fuck him. Right. Like, fuck you, you didn't have to say it that way, right? But, yeah, when they say it, you're like, hey, fuck you, motherfucker, you're doughy. Like, fuck you, yeah. you know what I mean? Baron you Corbin, ate some mashed some potatoes, rolls. I know you did. But, again, <laughs> that's why you boo him. You right. go, you like, fucking liar. Fuck you you yeah. don't say, like, it's stupid. Like, Lashley say, doesn't eat hey, carbs, guys. but you sure as fuck do. <laughs> right. right, but you say, like, guys, it's the reason you boo is because right. they're lying to you. That was anything. That was just a one. I kept seeing people like these pro- promos don't yeah. make sense. Baron Corbin well, sucking all this shit. Well, but this back to this Lucha House Party thing. What's bothering me about this is like, <laughs> cool, man. 
that would be cool if like if you're now debuting a new three-man tag division with this kind of rules mm -hmm. right uh, uh, yep exactly cool and you're putting that on 205 live cool right mm -hmm. great yep, totally but you're not doing no. that here like i don't know that you've got that lined up ready to rock and roll so i don't believe that's happening so what yeah. the fuck are we doing why is this I happening <laughs> yeah. and no one is and yeah. it seems to me again maybe i'm being a little bit more hypercritical than usual maybe but so. when i watch the crowd not just me but when i watch the crowd and lucha house party gets the win it gets, you know, the reaction People of, don't care. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, hey, two weeks in a row, didn't work, pivot. We got to pivot. How about this one? Can I go out on a little bit of a ledge here and <clears throat> see how much of a blowback I get from me here? I like, I think I've seen a little bit of improvement, and I like the angle that they're running with, with Nia Jax. I like well, that she's like, I, I like the face breaker. I yeah, like I, that. I like that she's out here. Like now, she's not the greatest, but she. Uh, I think she's getting it more and more. Right? There's less of the. It's still a rehearsed line, right? But some well, of it yeah. you can tell is 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 coming quicker, right? You know what I mean? Like so, mm -hmm. there's a couple lines where I'm like, well, hey, that was half a believable line, but then the next line yeah. is like, whoa, this is bad, right? But yeah. I like it, right? I don't like Tamina Snuka standing there acting like she just realized that somebody was speaking to her half the time. <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> like, visually, geez, not the so bad. But I want them to keep with the face breaker and keep her like being like, "What are you gonna do to me?" You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you suck. Like, look at me. I'm gonna just break your face. Like, that's yeah, what you my, know. What I mean, my only change that I would make there because I agree, I like that they're leaning into that she's a fucking shit, right? Because that's what, really what she is. Right? right. And good, you know? Hey, like I said, when Owen Hart broke Stone Cold's neck, he wrote, he wore a shirt that said, Owen 316, I just broke your neck, right? So I get it, and I'm cool mm -hmm. with it. My only thing with Nia Jax, I get that we have to fill three hours, but fuck, man, when she talks, it feels like it is three hours. Like, let's shorten that. Let's just go around and have her put her fucking fist up next to Mickey James and goes like, I'm the face breaker bitch. And then that's all we need. Like we just need the, Oh, we don't need yeah. this. Okay. And then this, and then that like, Oh my God, let's shorten this up. Let's, I don't, you know, I don't fat. hate that even. I, I don't mind the, the cocky brash arrogant, yeah, but, it's just, but shorten the lines. A, it doesn't need to be yeah, a five minute monologue. That's right. What I'm let's, saying. Yeah, let's give her a one like, minute. And then when she gets better with the one minute, we'll give her the two minute, right? Like let's that's what I mean. It yeah, let's because it's the same happen. thing with Ronda Rousey. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you had her come out and talk way too long, right? Because she's still <laughs> getting used to this, man. One minute, one minute. You've got the face breaker who looks as big as two men and is going to break the face of Ronda Rousey. You already looked like her face was broken. I don't know what was up with that, but um, it looks she, like shit. He got he got that, and you've got the baddest woman on the planet. Oh, they don't need to talk much, right? Like, yeah. a couple lines here a and there. A lot of wrestling doesn't need to be talked about. You make know sure, what I mean? Like, make sure somebody's got some solid zingers that they can give them and send them yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Quick. Because when you do the, because when you're doing the, the hype videos, that's all you're using. So just use the hype video lines. You don't need exactly. a, the other filler. And we're an ADD culture now. We've said this numerous exactly. times. You used to have to yeah. try to give us a second screen to look at for a mm -hmm. while because we were too bored with your shit. 
Figure yeah. it out. Speed it up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Well, and here's the thing too: this Jinder Mahal and No Way Jose thing. Like, what? Why again? Why? Why is No Way Jose even a thing? Why is Jinder well, Mahal wrestling him? What is the deal? Well, I agree. Why? Right? Why? why? I'm okay sporadically with just one-off matches. I'm okay yeah. with that. That's just generally speaking, because you know you want to have that in competition. The, the right? soup, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need. It. Yeah, exactly. This is competition. Hey, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. We need a competition. You yep. two are fighting. Looks I'm like okay you're fighting Zack Ryder yeah, tonight. I, like, all right, well, cool. Yeah, but but I think we could do more of that. Like, then why am I not seeing Zack Ryder? Why am I not seeing on SmackDown Ty Dillinger? We need some just why, why isn't there some, some sort of goal based system that they're trying to achieve by winning several of those right yeah hey, you win Show five of ranking. those in a row you uh you get a shot against another guy who won five of them in a row one of you guys gets a a icy title match right like yeah you know yeah, something exactly. weird. I, I think yeah we need to have again what you said the why right so this match is going to determine in a future number one contender match, whoever wins between Jinder Mahal and No Way Jose will get a num- number one contender match against the loser of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, right? Because then that person would be the number one contender. We'll see if this person can overtake that person. There you go. Like, more why. Tell more us why. a story. Give me why. Yeah. And then, uh, like, Alexa <laughs> Bliss, Sasha Banks, Bailey. Like, at first, that's why, you know, you're like, all right, because she's just. She's throwing her okay. weight around, but why these mm-hmm. particular girls? They didn't explain that. Like, why are you choosing to fuck with these two so much that you planned out an open forum where you were just going to have Mickey James attack them? And then again, why Mickey? Like, I get you guys are buddies. And why guess, Dana but, Brooke when why we Dana saw Brooke? on Starcade? Yeah, because on Starcade, Dana Brooke was teaming with him. And then on Monday, she's fucking beating them up, jumping them. Is it because they're bad teammates? No, it's Let me know Vincent why. Vincent Man doesn't think anybody's going to watch Starcade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably right. Yeah, I guess that's the overarching theme of Raw, man, was why. Yeah. Raw is why. Right? Raw is why. That Raw is another is good title Raw is why. <laughs> but uh, let's get into Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins real quick, because that has a why. But that is getting sidetracked with I don't know what. Because they have their why built in and now they're just losing track of their story it it's built in and dean ambrose keeps trying to reference it like he keeps saying like hey we suck and now i didn't want to fuck with you anymore and i'm tired Mm -hmm. of your shit and that's all it needs to be but they keep like just stalling on it it's weird yeah and they can make this have some real feud some real bad blood because what i would do with this is Okay, first let's address the elephant in the room. I don't understand for any reason why now Dean Ambrose is doing like an introductory heel type thing with saying that people are disgusting. That's a thing that like when Carlito was introduced and he spit apples because people weren't cool. That's a thing that like uh, – who's another one that that got – Razor Ramon that said, you know, like – he threw a toothpick because you weren't cool enough. That's the same introductory first storyline that a heel gets is you guys aren't worth my time. You guys might get me sick. I need all these shots. Okay, that's great. Dean Ambrose has been on the fucking roster for six years. Now all of a sudden, he, sudden he's a fucking germaphobe? Right. Get out of here. Yeah. 
So that shit. Yeah, I hated that. that one hundred percent. That was bad. I, push I think that to the curb. Dean Ambrose did with it as well as he could do. You know what I mean? Dean right. Ambrose is good, and I like like when Dean Ambrose talks. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. But like, you know what I mean? Like, because he does it well. He's got good timing. Mm-hmm. He's got a believable character. But yeah, the substance of what he's trying to say here is just like okay, but it's still not well, something two I can buy weeks into. ago. Yeah, I've never two been to Milwaukee. Ago, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm from Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who cares? But two <laughs> weeks ago, he's burning the shield jacket, and now he's getting a shot because Milwaukee's a gross place. That doesn't make sense. So let's okay. So let's fucking get rid of that because that's stupid. Yeah. Plus, okay. So that. Uh, doesn't exist everything they've ever sold us about dean ambrose makes me think he doesn't give a fuck about vaccinations yeah. or he's a lunatic or, or a, a clean town yeah. yeah come on yeah. man but so they burnt the jacket or so he burnt the jacket right mm-hmm. we can go lean into that just have dean ambrose say you know what I hate is I hate that every time you look at a WWE cup, it has all the superstars of Seth Rollins, but not me. What I hate is that Dean or that Seth Rollins always gets the title shots. What I hate is that when I came back from injury, Seth Rollins thought I should be his backup and I shouldn't actually have my own title shot. What I hate is that Seth Rollins is getting all the opportunities that should be given to me right there. You get into why he turned heel. Well, here's one thing that they, they did on us that I don't think we specifically mentioned is, is that, that rubbed me really the wrong way is when, you know, Dean Ambrose comes out and he's like, Hey, nobody ever called me. You know what I mean? And you were like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would piss me off. And then Seth Rollins comes out and he's like, I called him. He just never called me back. And I was like, so he's a liar? Like, now, yeah. like, I just, I don't, like, that doesn't make any sense, guys. Like, you have to be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. We, You know how it is. We get caught up in the road. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have the time. Yeah. We th- by the and- time we have time to sit down, it's five in the morning, man. Like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. like, I can't, I'm sorry, dude, you know? And they keep flirting with this whole thing after every Dean Ambrose uh, segment. Uh, Corey Graves looks at Renee Young and is like, you have to know what's going yeah. on. And then they just go right away from it, right? So let's lean into yeah, that. He's like, I don't more. know, man. Yeah. Well, you could easily say this. You could easily say Dean Ambrose says, when I was hurt, no one called me, right? And then Seth Rollins said, well, Renee Young told me that when you were injured, you wanted to be left alone, so I gave you your space. And now Renee Young is being thrust in the spot of like, oh, shit, Seth is in the right, but Dean's my husband. What do I do? And then Dean Ambrose can be like, Renee Young, I think you're despicable. I think you're horrible. And then he leaves her, and now we hate Dean Ambrose more. And now Renee Young goes on commentary, and she fucking cries every time Dean Ambrose music hits. And she's like, that's right not there, what I said. It's not how, he just interpreted it wrong. I meant, like, give right. him some time. And he didn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and then Seth could even be like, no, here's the text. Here's the text oh, from Renee yeah, Young. Yeah, and it could be right? real. Like, everybody could be right. It could be real. Everybody's right and wrong in this situation. That's Exactly. I was saying that to my wife the other day. I was like, there's so many times in life where, like, everybody <laughs> could be right and mm-hmm. and this, and everything's still wrong, right? Like, there's but still a problem. Have, right, but you can still have clear baby face and heel because, like you said, everyone's right, but obviously the wrong thing to do is leave your wife over it, right? right. So there right. you go. Right. You can say, I feel justified, but my fucking actions, you know, are wrong, but I'm not to me. But we're booing you because now you left Renee Young crying. She's 
a wreck of herself. You could have a Monday Night Raw start. Yeah, you burnt the jacket the when you could have just talked to Seth about it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you could lean into this Renee Young thing so much so oh, yeah. with Seth Rollins to where, you know, when they kick off the show and the three of them are standing up, you yeah. could have the two of them have Corey Graves and Michael Cole facing you. And say, like, welcome to Monday Night Raw. And Renee Young is sitting faced away from us with her hands in her face, yeah. distraught. And Michael Cole's like, and Renee? And then, like, he looks. He's so like, like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. not. Yeah. And then the entire episode, she's just a shell of herself. Right. And she can't get into the matches, have her flub, you know, like kayfabe flub her lines. And then at the end of the night, Seth Rollins goes, Dean, you know, I'm – you know, I want to kick your ass. And then Dean comes out and Renee just balls and then just leaves the set. And we go like, what the fuck was that? Or even and like he's coming Seth to the ring and she's up. trying to like grab him for his attention. And yeah. He's like shaking her off. Like, get off me. Yeah, and she goes exactly. off trying. Like, yeah. You said we'll talk. And he's like, not fucking now. I got to yeah. beat up Seth Rollins, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I got to go make my fist yeah. talk to his face. Um, yes, How much absolutely. More fun would that be? Well, and then so you have that go on for a couple of weeks, and who knows her uh, better than most of the other people on the roster and is trying to console her and say, hey, this is going to be okay. He's going to come to his senses. Well, it has to be Seth Rollins, right? Good buddy of the <laughs> couple, right? And then you get a Macho Hogan situation going on, right? Yep. Like, yo, what are you doing to my girl, man? Like, oh, mm -hmm. that's my wife, dude, <laughs> right? Like, oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, even if you want to go, you know, classic WWE. Having the backstage, you know, a pull apart between Dean and Seth, and as Seth is being pulled pulled apart from Dean, and you know all the wrestlers and officials are there, have Renee Young go into the back, grab Seth, fucking low blow him. There you go. And now Renee's a fucking heel. Now we have yeah. a female heel announcer, and then Corey Graves can be the the babyface guy. And now we've got a clear thing on the commentary where it's Michael Cole gives you the fucking data. Corey Graves is your baby face. Renee Young is your heel. How fucking cool is that? And innovative. God damn, guys. We'll go figure. <laughs> yep. And we have a why. Raw is why. Hashtag hire T-Mac. Huh? How about that one? He's going to solve all your problems. Wrestling related. <laughs> well, yeah, Not be clear. Personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. WWE, we're speaking to you yeah. because I know you're listening. You always yeah. do. I see mm -hmm. you. I see you. Mm -hmm. Um... Hire T-Mac, and all of your wrestling-related content problems will be solved. Just provided, like provided you pay him accordingly. Of course. Uh, or just give right. me free tickets to everything. Or uh, just go on and give us a dollar. Tableshow at gmail.com to the PayPal. All right, there we're going to take a break. We're going to come. Uh, we're going to smack it down when we return to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Sheamus and Cesaro both made their WWE Raw debuts as security guards. The Spanish announce table. Alright, so Raw is why, but why is SmackDown? SmackDown is vision. That's what I think. Mm, okay. SmackDown has your why, SmackDown has direction, and SmackDown has intrigue. Mm -hmm. All the things that are necessary in a pro wrestling show. Okay. So let's break it down. Let's let's start off with the show. How break did it, it start there, Tim? Uh, let's see. We're going to roll back into the SmackDown. We... Oh, yeah. So Paige is out there, right? And she's talking. Um, the, the Becky Lynch-Charlotte thing, though, was amazing. I like that, right? Like, Charlotte... 
Charlotte was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Same thing here, right? I was like, yeah, both of these people are right. You know what I mean? Well, did like, you see the promo? Yeah, did you see the promo, uh, like the web exclusive that Becky Lynch did after mm-hmm. SmackDown was over? Mm-mm. Fucking perfect. So this is essentially, I'll give you the condensed, you know, paraphrased version of what she said. She said, so they go, hey, now at the next pay-per-view, it's a triple threat. What do you think? She goes, well, one of the girls earned it, right? One of the girls won a battle royal, and she earned it. The other one was given another opportunity. And then she, like, mocked Charlotte. She goes, oh, look at that opportunity. I'll take that. Oh, look at that. Another opportunity. Take that. Oh, look at that. Is that opportunity uh, start with a C? I guess that's mine. She's like, Charlotte Flair always gets everything handed to her, and she's never earned a thing because she's always just trying to be your dad. And I was like, God damn! And it makes perfect sense. And she's like, but guess what? Both of them are going to fall to the man. And she also went into, she goes, you know why Charlotte always gets the opportunity? Because they want her as the champion. They don't want me as the champion. They don't want someone that fights like me. They don't want the man. They don't want someone who does the work that I do. They want Charlotte because Charlotte has a fun last name. And I was like, fuck. But she's like, but they're both going to fall at the next pay-per-view. You know, the classic thing there. But that's your why, right? Yeah. Like one person I respect, it's Asuka. Okay, she earned this. But the other one is their chosen well, champion that isn't going to win my belt. I even like the why of getting Asuka into the match with the whole battle royal with the other girls because like that felt like a very real conversation. That felt like they were in the back mm-hmm. going, we're going to have the first TLC match and it's also going to Becky and Charlotte. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, we could all, like, we could get in here and do this too if you would write some of this for us. And they were like, all right, all right, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, calm down. We'll get somebody in the match, right? Like, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Like, yeah. And so. the other thing that I noticed going back a couple weeks ago when Becky Lynch was picking her replacement, when she was going through that line, and again, I don't get Asuka, right? And I, Asuka to me is like the Hardys. There's a ton of people that love them. I'm not one of them, and I don't know why people like them, but I'm okay with it, right? But going back a couple weeks ago, when Becky was doing the whole walk down of like who should you know replace me against Ronda, Asuka got more cheers than Charlotte did. Mm-hmm. And so at least they listened in that part because now fast forward to what we got now, and Asuka's in this match. So they've hit a home run with their SmackDown women's division. Everything makes sense to me. Everything is, um, it, it, it flows well. Everything makes sense. There's no real plot holes. Again, you can say like, why is Charlotte getting the thing? But to Becky, it's because they want her as champ. I can buy into that. So I love everything that the SmackDown women's division is doing of everything in WWE outside of NXT. This is their like crown jewel as far as what I like. Right. No, I agree with you. Yeah. They're hitting on all cylinders. I really liked God, that opening promo. The back and forth was just really good. I mean, it got me pumped, set the tone for the whole thing. I like when the women came out too, and they're like, we could all do it. And Becky Lynch is like, all right, line up. I'll slam it. I I love it. Yeah. She was like, get them, line them up. The (laughs) only thing I would have changed because of, again, Uh I like to change something. Mandy Rose. She's highly attractive. She is gorgeous. Uh, yeah. She fucking sucks. Yeah, not good. You know who it. you got to give that mic to? The Iconics. As far as like comedy heels, 
they're the, they're they're hitting to me on the same beats and the same like home run level as the new day when the new day were heels but we were cheering them it's the oh, same yeah. thing with the i agree with that. i love everything that they're doing they should have been the ones talking mandy rose fucking i don't know yeah, it wasn't going hitting. well. And I liked how Naomi came in because that was <laughs> fun. Uh, you know what I mean? She's kind of like, well, yeah. but you know what? I mean, I don't like her, but she's right. <laughs> yeah. I, mean? like, I like it. Yeah. I'd give Naomi I'd give Naomi a, for the Usos being as cool and like street or, you know, yeah. hip, Just, whatever that yeah. word is that you're looking for, that they are, we need to give a little bit of that to Naomi. I think we need not a heel turn. I don't think necessarily a heel turn because the Usos aren't heel. But I think we need to start having Naomi come out with the Usos a little bit more. And some swagger instead of the yeah. John Cena color, right? Yeah, we need her in some Jordans instead of these like high stiletto fuchsia colored mm-hmm. bullshit. Like I want a little bit of the Usos in Naomi's some, character. Some swagger. Right, but some like, some, all right, you know. Becky Lynch knows an arm bar. Charlotte has been doing this her whole entire life. But I'm from the streets, and yeah, I'll beat all these bitches' but I know, asses. Yeah, like, but I know banging your face against the wall. How about that? Exactly, because that's right. what the Usos say, right? right? And so I think – I wish Naomi would get a little bit more towards the Usos than the, hey, bright colors. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, I agree with that. Yeah, then the Baileys, right? All right. Um, yeah. We had uh, the bar taking on uh, the Usos. Oh, by the way uh, – the, didn't take long for the big show to flip again, right? Guys, <laughs> what the fuck? As no soon, explanation as, as, as to why it. he joined him. No explanation yeah. really as to why he left him. This should be on Raw. Like, what is going on? Yeah, as soon as we don't need a third person because we're no longer feuding with the New Day, let's just get rid of Big Show and he'll just punch him. <laughs> What in the fuck? Third, that could have been so easy. Like they could have found any third person that won the big show that needed a little bit of a rub. And at the end of it, the bar could have been like, you know what? You sucked in that whole thing. We don't like you. Get out of here. And then that person is angry about it. Goes and finds a new tag team partner to take on the bar. And yep. then there's a tag team built. Like, come on. What are you thinking about with the big show? The big bar. Was, yeah, that was dumb. Bar Again. show. You could have easily used Killian Dane in that spot, right? A big, huge monster who we, as a viewer, don't know much about. Mm-hmm. Sanity's fucking stupid, so let's just scrap that. Yep. And then he could have got turned on, rejoined his Sanity member, the not Eric Young, but that other guy. I forget his name. Yeah. Wolf. Wolf. So, Adrian Wolf, Wolf or something. Yeah. yeah. And then there you go. There's your tag team versus the bar. Yep. Right. Goddamn, guys. But nope, we have fucking clean-shaven Big Show now just punching people because fucking he's old. All right. I expressed to you that I didn't understand the deal with the New Day and Miz, and you said that you had you had it. You understood. Yeah. So here it is. So uh, the Miz used the, or, or excuse me, the New Day used their numbers against the Miz mm-hmm. to fool the Miz in losing. Flashback to a week ago, Miz said he wants Shane McMahon as his tag team partner. After he loses to the New Day on this past episode of SmackDown, he goes to Shane and goes, hey, get your shit together. Next time I'm out there, fucking have my back. Shane's like, what? So they're going to do this whole New Day swerves Miz, right, to the point where Shane goes, okay, fine. 
fucking will be a team. It looks like you need someone. You keep begging me. They're a good team. I want to test myself. We'll do the team. Now that's where it gets fun because now we have Shane and Miz as a tag team. Yeah. I think. This could be fun. I think. Well, this is where I think they're going long play. I think this is where Shane turns heel and kind of, you know, Miz, you were never good enough B-plus player type thing. I mean, change the verbiage, but that's what we're going with. Miz is now your baby face. Shane punishes the Miz and makes Miz compete against new heel WWE champion Daniel Bryan. So now we reignite the Miz Daniel Bryan, but we switch the roles. I like That's it. the long play. I like it. All right, I'll go with that. That sounds good. All right. Uh, what else? We got? Oh, we got AJ Styles coming up. Angry, right? Uh, yeah, I do title. like. I I do like again. Uh, let me take a step back. Uh, pro wrestling Twitter. You guys are fucking stupid sometimes. So. Stop reading Dave Meltzer, right? You dumb shits. Talking to the dumb shit pro wrestling Twitter. Because I don't know AJ Styles' real name. Let's just say it's Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith is renegotiating a contract for a lighter schedule so that he can spend more time with his family. He's 41. That makes sense. He has, I think, 32 kids. He needs to see them sometimes. I get it. Now... What we saw on SmackDown was the character AJ Styles talking about how he never misses a show and he's always here and he's the champ that runs the camp and he'll never be uh, a guy that, you know, lets the fans down. That makes sense for the character AJ Styles. So when you go like, but you're renegotiating the contract, no, you're fucking, no, no, he's not. AJ Styles is not negotiating contracts. Whoever the fucking real person of AJ Styles is, that guy is negotiating contract. The character that you're fucking watching is Mr. Everyday 365. You don't watch 24 7. Game of Thrones and say, well, they're not going to kill off, you know, whatever the fuck the character's weird-ass names are on that goddamn show, you know. Yeah, because he re-signed a contract. A, a bearded guy. Uh, you know, they, <laughs> they're going to, you know, well, he re-signed a contract. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to tweet yeah, them and tell them fucking stupid. Stop doing that. So many people are like, AJ's lying. Obviously, he's renegotiating a contract. No, he's fucking not. The character goddamn AJ Styles is not renegotiating contract. So stop fucking writing on your Twitter. This doesn't make sense. This is stupid. No, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Idiots. But well, going back, that was my rant. Uh, I love it. Because then Daniel Bryan, in character, uh, talked down to AJ Styles. was like, yeah, the old Daniel Bryan wrestled more matches in a year than you've ever thought about. The new Daniel Bryan? isn't about that life. He's about rest and relaxation. I was like, fuck yeah. Now I'm paraphrasing. He may not have said that. Exactly. But But I was like, fuck yeah, Daniel Bryan. That's a heel thing to say. Like, fuck these fans. I don't got to do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm Daniel fucking Bryan. Like, you know what I mean? I had to do that when I was Brian Danielson. I say even flow on my spare time. He could even say that. Be like, I had to do that when I was Brian Danielson. I don't have to do that (laughs) when I'm Daniel Bryan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just I would call it that. out. Yeah. Just say yeah, it. Yeah, if he really went break kayfabe, <laughs> right. that would be fun. But, right. yeah, That's I loved one. it. That was great. All right, uh, Nakamura attacking Rusev. That was a, you know, I don't know. 
hey, give them something to do, right? Yeah. Remember Stall, when Rusev yeah. Day was was a thing? Yeah, remember when that was real hot and then they had the whole thing with Adrian English and that was going to be like a cool thing? Yeah, I have the calendar still. Makes me sad. Yeah. Because it's not a thing anymore. <laughs> the calendar outlasted the character. Mm. That's how sad mm. that is. Mm. But yeah, I like it in the sense of we're giving them something to do, right? Rusev and Nakam- Nak Americans. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Well, and now we found out who the next person is that gets to beat up Jeff Hardy, and it's Samoa Joe. Yep. Oh, and guess what storyline we're going with? Oh. Hey, Jeff Hardy, one time you were an alcohol and drug abuser. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was so cool when CM Punk did it the first time you were here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, how neat. Hey, Jeff, remember when you used to do drugs? But yesterday? Yeah, but not, that's I'm talking about before. Yeah. We're on camera. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, whatever here. And fun fact, drugs are fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Why mm-hmm. do I boo that? Mm-hmm. Tableshow gmail.com, PayPal, help us out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Jeff Hardy, you drink alcohol. Well, I'm at the fucking show right now, and so am I. Hey, look, I'm, so, I'm, fucking... yeah, look, I'm just saying, like, if, if you were able to figure out what an eight ball goes for in the Kansas City region, and maybe send us some table show at gmail.com, PayPal, you know, I'm not going to stop you. you know I mean, we don't want to anger the fans, you know, we'll, you know, we'll find something to do with the money, right? I'll go to my grave, and I'm shooting from the hip here. Anything in moderation is fucking awesome, and that includes drugs. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Tom. This is why we do this show. All right, uh, what else did we have here? Let's see. Orton beat the crap out of um, uh, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. So, yeah, he stopped beating up Jeff Hardy. He handed that off to Samoa Joe, and he's, now he's going to beat up Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. So, Samoa Joe will come for Mysterio later when yeah. Orton moves on. Uh, so, yeah, isn't that fun? Well, hey, at least Orton's not just beating up the opponent of uh, Nakamura. Remember when Nakamura would wrestle Jeff yeah. Hardy and then Randy Orton beat right. him up and, and then, then Nakamura a, yeah. wrestled Ty Dillinger and Randy Orton beat him up. Randy. And so it was a weird thing. Hey, but going back to Nakamura and Rusev Day, if they are listening to our show, we did pitch an idea where the Nak Americans uh, create their own little country and, and, and uh, currency and whole way of life. And Rusev says Rusev Day will be observed by the Nak Americans. And that's a fucking cool right. idea. So he could be the vice that. president of the United States of Nak America. And, and his first order of business is to establish Rusev Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as the official holiday of the yeah. United States of Nak America. That's the whole feud. You will observe Rusev Day. Nak Americans do not. Yes, they do. Boom. Yeah. We got a match. Right. Loser has to observe Rusev Day right. or loser has to become a Nak American. Boom. Right there. I just came up with that right that there. That is fun. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's so much more fun than this fucking, he just hit him. I don't know. He just hit him before the bell. He just hit him. He just didn't like him. <laughs> All right, and then we had the Battle Royal. Oscar won that. We kind of already talked about that. And, you know, uh, that's going to go where it's going to go. I, it'll be interesting because we haven't seen Oscar in that, like, uh, hardcore match role here yet, you know? So that'll be. Very well, we saw her uh, in a last woman standing match in NXT yeah, with that's true. Uh, yeah. Nikki Cross. Right. What I think is interesting is we haven't seen her as the underdog, right? Yeah. So she did the whole undefeated streak, even going up against Charlotte. Everyone kind of was like, well, you know, uh, Oscar's going to win gonna this go. too. Yeah. 
Now she's in the position of like, well, they're not going to take the title off of Becky, but I guess if they're going to take the title off Becky, they'll go with seven time world champion, Charlotte. Why would they go Oscar? You know what I mean? So now she's in this weird role. Chris Jericho. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think unfortunately she's there to take the pin. I think they want Charlotte and Becky Lynch to look strong. Now, whoever wins that is kind of up to me, like up, a, a, a coin toss, but I think Oscar's there so that neither one of them take a pin. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's true because yeah, they they definitely want them both right on top in this role. Yep. Because I think now, I think now, and this is me just spit spitballing, not Dave Meltzer bullshit, but just as I see the stories unfold, I think what they want to do is at WrestleMania a triple threat between the three of them: Ronda, Charlotte. Becky Lynch. So they got to all be strong this entire time up until WrestleMania. I think at some point, though, I mean, they're (laughs) definitely going to play into this four horsewoman versus four horsewoman thing. That is coming sooner rather than later. I think that'll come after a triple threat. I think the, you know, fallout of that and then maybe Ronda's too powerful for Becky or Charlotte to beat. So what they need to do is team up to beat her up. And then that's when we see Shayna come up. Yeah, we see her four horsewomen come and then they complete the WWE's four horsewomen to to even it out because here come, you know, the best buddies, you know, now. Right. I mean, that's a fun storyline because Shayna and Ronda, Ronda as a heel, I think is going to be great. And then Jessamyn Duke, I mean, she's tall and she fucking can really fight. Uh, the fucking other one, she's a hot trash garbage mess. But Hot trash fucking, garbage uh, mess. They should replace her and just put in Natty. And you know Megan how Anderson. I feel about Natty, but Natty's fucking way better than... Put in Megan Anderson. Yeah, yeah oh, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she fights in uh, December twenty. Does she does she have any interest in pro wrestling? You ever talk to her about that? Oh, she loves it. Oh, oh yeah, she loves it. There you go. Sometimes she trains up. in an NWO shirt. Get her signed up in, a, in an yeah. NWO. O, not L, o. not L. O. Going back to that uh, battle royal, one thing that I did find interesting mm-hmm. is I really thought it was going to come down to Naomi and Oscar. Right. I thought it was a, a, a interesting. Uh, choice to have Sonny or is it Sonny? Sonya. 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 Sonya Deville. I thought it was interesting to have her yeah, in that. They really are. Some of these kind of thing. ancillary, as I'm calling them, like your Manny Roses, your Sonya Deville. Well, they're, they're, I see them giving them a shot, right? They're like, here, <laughs> you go out and talk this time, right? Like, Manny Roses, Sonya your turn. Deville right? has to do something different, right? Yeah. Because she's so fucked in this regard. She's the MMA chick, but now. The MMA chick yeah. is on the roster, you're, so you're it's about like to have four of them on the yeah, roster, but, and you're gonna play that angle. So yeah, the Sunday Deville thing ain't gonna work, right? Like it's not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. But even if you take away the the four, you know, the MMA four horsewomen, sure. But you have like the one. You have yeah. You yeah. can't do what Ronda's doing. The one. Yeah, you can't exactly. be Ronda you're light. You're the Diet Coke Ronda. Like yeah. you have to do something different. Yeah, you're the hey. Shasta. Uh, yeah. You're the clear Pepsi of fucking mm. MMA chick. You're um, the you're uh you're the slice instead of Sprite, right? Or whatever whatever that would be. Yeah. Or, you know, because she did it before Rhonda, if you're only watching WWE, she's like the surge of uh MMA chick because it had a big splash, but then it got fucking quickly surge. taken out by the big boys. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know what she could do? I think this is what she could do. Because remember when she did Tough Enough, she accidentally came out as being a homosexual. Oh, okay. right. I, yeah. They're I, like, I, Are I, you no, married? And she's like, I have a girlfriend. And they're like, What? And she's like, Did I just come out on live TV? <laughs> like, You absolutely did, right? That's funny. Turn her baby face and just have her be the fucking rainbow warrior, you know? Yeah. Better than some MMA cool Finn Balor too, if he's doing that. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Balor clubs for everyone. First fucking Balor club member is Sonya well, Deville. You could have this intergender faction, even that's the Rainbow Club mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever they call it. Yeah, you know, or whatever. Balor club yeah. for everyone. But I think she should go. You know, because they tried with the Darren Young, where they kind of flirted with it, but then they're like, no, 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 no we don't feel yeah. comfortable. Like, I think hey, you feel Darren comfortable Young kind of sucks, her. and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do it with her. Yeah, get rid of the MMA thing and go with the like Balor Club is everyone type of vibe. Yeah. But yeah. you know, inclusion thing. Here's the Spanish announced table guarantee. Sonya Deville is not getting over to main event uh women's yeah. level in this gimmick. It ain't happening. Yep. So ain't happening. All right. I mean that's all I got on the SmackDown unless you got you got anything you want to go more in depth on or that you thought of. No, or... I just think SmackDown is just the best pro wrestling show. Period. I think if you were to percent grade out of a hundred percent Raw and SmackDown consistently over this entire time that they've done the brand split, right now you're giving Raw a forty-two percent, and you're giving SmackDown, in my opinion, like an eighty-one. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, not I even close. Solid, rubber stamped by me. All yeah. right, Tom. It's been fun. We're gonna, Tim. Yeah. It has been fun. Yeah. But, you know, it stopped. It stopped now. It has been fun. It's no longer. Now. No longer. So we're going to just leave it at that. And we'll come back next week for episode 238 of the Spanish Announce Table. Fun fact the bar won both their Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships from The New Day. The Spanish Announce Table.